Hello and welcome to the Billy Sears Club. I'm Caleb Clark. And I'm Kiana Shabazz. And thanks for tuning in. Today we've got two lovely albums for you folks. Ella and Louie by Ella Fitzgerald and Louie Armstrong. And Ella and Basie by Ella Fitzgerald and Count Basie. Uh, Kiana, how about you start us off with a little bit about Ella and Louie? Yeah, so when it comes to Ella and Louie, I think I want to focus a little bit on Louis Armstrong first. Um, I don't know if I could really say anything that uh, people don't really know, so I'll just focus on how he struck me um, personally as a performer. His voice is so distinctive, right? That rasp, that tone, but also that like strength of volume, that force that he can sing, and also translated into his trumpet, I think. I know, like, when I think of jazz and, like, great trumpet players, we know we've got, like, you know, Gillespie and, you know, we've got, like, um, Miles and whatnot. But, like, Louis is definitely up there, of course, as one of the pioneers of early jazz. Um, and so it's wonderful that he's combining his skills with Ella Fitzgerald. Um, I want to say, like, early-ish in their career, but I don't know, because this album came out um, in 1956. So she would have been performing maybe for at least 15, maybe a couple of decades by now. So I guess, yeah, it's great that both of these high quality performers are meeting at sort of the peak of their careers and is producing a really classic album. And so in terms of Ella herself, the thing that really struck me about her life, and I'm sure you can give some more um, biographical details, but what really struck me was just how, as she began to pursue her entertainment career in earnest, how providential, that transition was. There's just so many other performers that were helping her out. And it truly speaks to the community of the time, especially with, you know, the issues um, socially, right? We had the civil rights movement for a reason, right? And so the fact that these minorities uh, performers can come together and support each other and then achieve the greatest of acclaim and accolade um, is really inspiring and impressive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're to, yeah, like, Two of the big names in jazz, you know. Louis came out of New Orleans and, like, yeah. apparently was, like, in some of the top bands of the day and also, like, led the charge as far as, like, moving jazz towards the soloist direction. And then Ella is, like, one of the most acclaimed performers of all time in jazz. They do have, like, they both have very much, you know, sort of life stories that are about, like you say, civil rights and providence, and also, like, you know, coming from pretty tough backgrounds of, you know, poverty and oppression to being successful performers. Yeah, they do intertwine on Ella and Louis. So, yeah, what do you think of this album as a whole? I really, really liked it. Like, out of the two, this is the my favorite. I think it's interesting because I've been trying to, like, place the tone of the album. And I think just for me, like, we know jazz can just run the gamut in terms of sounds and styles and personalities. But when it comes to this album, it really does feel like, I don't I, I suppose like two people of one musical accord just really working together. Like, there's, like, yes, each song is different, and yet there's still, like, a, a, co- a cohesion of tone, right, that's very pleasing. And then we've got some classics. Like, this is a classic album. Um... But so those are my general thoughts before getting into some specifics, but I really did like it. Uh, yeah, there, a lot of this album is just, like, immaculately performed. Like you say, like, Ellen and Louie both have a 
like their singing styles are very different, you know. <laughs> Ella's, you know, all poised and gentle and has the fantastic range and tone. And then Louis like, Rasset freeze the green. Like, <laughs> but obviously, he was a very good singer. It's just that he has the gravelly character voice. And of course, he busts out the trumpet for a few solos, and their band is like, like you know, mostly piano, bass, and, and drums with a little bit of guitar. You know, very subtle, very tasteful, but still, you know, giving a nice ambiance for the singers to work with. Very well performed album. I, I don't know. It did, it did get a little bit slow for me at times, but overall, like, like just as a piece of, here are these people doing what they do best. I think it's very good. Right. I can see that. Yeah. For me personally, I tend to, I'm always a sucker for ballads. So anything that's striking in that mode, right, is always going to probably have a special place in my heart. Yeah. And uh, they do a lot of ballads. It's just that all the songs are ballads and they're good ballads. Like they're all jazz standards and musical numbers with, that are very well written, but, and have wonderful imagery, but they're all ballads. So, <laughs> so give me something with some rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any particular songs or parts you wanted to point out? I think so. one of the standout tracks for me is uh, Stars Fell on Alabama. I know all that... about that. Like me. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> well, Stars Leaving Alabama. Right? <laughs> That'd be more like it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really like the song again, starting with that beautiful solo from Louis. Um, and then again, like lyrically, like that, you can't, you'd be hard pressed to find fault with like the lyricism of these jazz standards, I feel, just because I don't know, like the wistfulness, the longing is just, it's so clearly expressed, you know. Um, I would say, so yeah, from a musical standpoint, that's probably the song that I like best. I'm thinking maybe in terms of lyrics, though, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, can't we be friends? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, like, it just, because it's, it, I think I prefer these two tracks. I say prefer, I like the whole album, but if I had to pick two, these ones, just because they're kind of encapsulating the core of the album to me. You know, like Stars Fell Over Alabama. We're getting some beautiful instrumentation to accompany Ella's vocals. And then it can't be, why can't we be friends, right? Both of them singing together like they often are on the album. But again, it's just that sort of like sweet, wistful, loving, ballad-like, kind of darker in tone, a little slower in tempo, right? I just... To me, it really, it really does encapsulate like a significant portion of what I consider jazz to be, which is just based on what I listened to growing up. Um, yeah, I'd say those two are standouts for me. Uh, what about you? Yeah, yeah. As far as standouts, Stars uh, Fall in Alabama that also that did have a very <laughs> great trumpet intro. But if I had to pick like my favorite tracks overall, it would probably be also Can't We Be Friends. Uh, they can't take that away from me, and <laughs> isn't this a lovely day? Like, they can't we be friends. You know, it's it's sort of a friend zone song, but it's like one that's more of it's more just like you know, ah, oh, rats. I had a crush on this person, <laughs> and they like were like, not right now. And, you know, it's not like 
bitter and possessive, like some songs can be, but it's also, you know, acknowledges, doesn't it stink a little bit to, you know, be like hoping for something and then it doesn't work out like that? You know, it's like, nuts. You live long enough, you'll have some unrequited love. It's good for you. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't mean I have to be happy about it. <laughs> right, so channel it into song. Yeah. Louis put some spice on his trumpet. <laughs> and Louis, uh, they can't take that away from me. Louis, that's probably Louis's like most out there performance. Like he goes really <laughs> into his singing and scatting. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, isn't this a lovely day? I think that's my favorite of the balladiest ballads that they have on here. That was just very sweet low-key background and you know it the tremolos on the trumpet and ella's voice it all mixes together really well but yeah that's really all my thoughts it's just it was a very pleasant listening experience i'm not so well versed in jazz that i can get into the nitty-gritty of the arrangements um so i really do just have to go by you know our vibe you know, vibe. But the vibe is right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I'm like, I'm not, I'm probably still at a novice level in terms of understanding jazz, but like, I guess my thing is, I guess I come for to jazz more at the jazz fusion level. Like, you know, a little bit later on when there's more elements added in. And this is a much more early, you know, simplified and cleaned up. Jazz that's you know more of, more of the swing style with a very low key band. I feel like it would be great live, and they could like play around with it. Oh, definitely, and they give everybody a chance to. Well, I say everybody, but you know, solo. You know, that was something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was something. I guess uh, Armstrong helped um, shift the focus of um, from like you know the band as a whole, kind of breaking it down to like individual performers, and not even everybody in the band per se having the solo, just like one person having a solo, and then the band coming back in. Yeah. Like, it is sort of funny, though, like, pretty sure that they recorded these, a lot of these, like, very live, or at least very few takes, like, uh, uh, towards the end of Can't We Be Friends, when they're saying over and over, can't we be, can't we be, can't we be? At one point, I think Louis thought that they were going to end it on one particular spot, and so he says, can't we be friends, but Ella keeps saying, can't we be, can't we be, so he just has to jump back in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, okay, the song's ending. Wait, go down. Can't we be friends? Well, oh, 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 oh. Can't we be friends? Well, you probably don't have the money to record it again, so hey, you better get it right. <laughs> he, he, on the fly, though, that is a very good save. And yeah, they're, they actually do a really good job of harmonizing. You wouldn't expect it from how different their voices are, but they harmonize well. Mm -hmm. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like it was you actually, like grandma and grandpa, you know, yeah. they recorded an album. Yeah, yeah. Just beautiful, nice. Not comforting, but, and I don't want to say familiar, but just like accessible in a way that is um, very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a very, you know, it's a soothing one. It's, you know, the 19, well, it's not really the 1950 version of Low Five Beats to Listen and Study to, but, you know, <laughs> for the modern ear, I think it plays a similar role. And, you know, 
I think that's it'd be in like, the recommended playlist. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think like in life, I think that would be more my personal recommendation. Like getting down to listen to it, like because I'm in the Spotify generation was tougher. But you know, just like individual tracks or like in the background, I, it's superb. Yeah, that's that's all about all I had to say. It's eight. We we appreciate this work of art. Yeah. Good job. Good job, fellas. <laughs> Alright. Well, that's about all on Louie and Ella. Stay tuned to hear about Basie and Ella. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs>